Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used or just around the corner from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello and welcome everyone to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Josh Thomas and I'm here with Lukas Zeligovsky and Shemislav Budashevsky of EasyMine.io. And EasyMine is a management platform for cryptocurrency mining. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Glad glad to have you here all the way from Poland. Uh, and, uh, you know, a... In the United States right now, uh, the, I believe the entire country is covered in ice. I'm in Austin, Texas, which is pretty far south, and you know, even we have a sheet of ice over everything. What's what's going on in Poland right now in January? It's, it's January, <laughs> but it's not as it's not as bad as in the U.S. right now. But it's pretty cold. Okay. Yeah. we? Yeah. Excellent. So, uh, tell me a little bit about EasyMine. Uh, you know, we we talk to a lot of people here on this podcast who are uh, developing a new platform, a new way to tokenize some industry, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but we rarely talk to someone who is supporting the the mining industry specifically. So, I'm really interested to learn more about this. Uh, Lucas, could you kick us off? Yeah, uh, you know, the mining thing is uh, very important for the cryptocurrency. And uh, till now, there is only a few tools which helps uh, miners to to mine. Uh, there are some platforms, some simple solutions, some programs, but in true, there is no comprehensive solution to manage a mining farm, especially when you've got more than one computer which is which mines for you. And uh, we discover it because we also operate some average mine, and we discovered that it was very hard. Uh, it cost us a lot of work, so we decided to create a solution which helps us uh, that farm. And we discovered that we can also try to offer this solution to all the others, and then also we hope the number of miners will increase. Okay. And so, what you're what you're doing here is, uh, if someone has multiple mines, multiple machines, if you will, you've developed a platform that that helps you keep track of how well each machine is performing and what kind of production uh, it's maintaining and those sorts of things. Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly, and uh, even a little more because we deliver the complete operating system, which has. Uh, pre-installed software required for mining and all the other stuff. So what you only need to do is just plug 
the pen drive, the USB drive, uh, start the machine, and then the machine starts mining for you. It's that simple. Yeah, that's simple. Simple mining. <laughs> it's, it's all in the name. <laughs> Easy mining, yeah. And so, uh, Shemislav, you're the content developer for the company. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the uh, the user experience and, and why the simplicity was so important. Well, kind of going back to the kind of experiences, the kind of conversations that we've had with people, um, one of the things that struck us is that getting into this business really isn't easy. Uh, that, you know, you, you do really have to have a certain level of expertise, certain level of experience to even be able to uh, to figure out, you know, what kind of hardware you even need, what kind of software goes with that hardware, how to put two and two together and actually make it do anything. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like Lucas said, uh, the idea that we have is that more people should be mining, that there's uh, a real cryptocurrency or blockchain revolution going on right now, but it won't really go anywhere without the underlying technology behind it, right? So the blockchain has to operate on something. It has to have some kind of hardware that actually runs the blockchain software. And that hardware has to be operated by people. And those people need to know what they're doing, right? So um, the idea behind the uh, EasyMind user experience was that uh, we are trying to make everything, and I mean everything, every single step of, of building and operating uh, your cryptocurrency mine as simple and as convenient as possible. Um, First of all, to make uh, to make the whole thing easier for people who are already mining, but also to make uh, mining experience more attractive to people who might be new to it. So we're both trying to uh, draw in new crowd and uh, help those who are already actively mining to be uh, more effective uh, and ultimately uh, more profitable. So let me ask you a question. As, as someone who is not a miner, uh, I I have... A, an average level of computer literacy, I, I'm, you know, it's it's not like the the devil box to me or anything, uh, but but I don't know the first thing about mining. Um, how much more would I need to learn? What is the learning curve from where I'm at, just an average guy, uh, to being able to use your software to start mining on these machines? Well, ideally, uh, once everything is off the ground, up and running, uh, you wouldn't really need any more experience, any more expertise than what's required to basically run a PC. Um, at this point, right now, since we're still in fairly early beta stage, uh, you know, you do have to have a certain level of familiarity with the hardware. So I would say that right now you might have to be able to uh, basically you know, put a mining machine together on your own. Uh, just understand what goes where and why uh, to figure out uh, some of the problems that may still arise. But once we're ready to deploy the official final release version, um, this is going to be basically uh, what we call a plug and mine experience. So, uh, you know, if you don't think it's a devil box, if you're not afraid to touch it, that should be enough. Because yes, ultimately that's that's what that's what we're aiming for, right? You just burn the, the system onto a flash drive. You put the flash drive in the machine, and from that point on, it does most of what it needs to do on on its own. So it's it's interesting uh, that you you're striving to make mining as easy as you know, opening up a software program, uh, and you know even purchasing cryptocurrency, which uh, a lot more people do that than than mine uh, is is very difficult still uh, if you're if you're brand new to the uninitiated I I just walked somebody through buying their first ten dollars of ethereum the other day and it took like an hour 
<laughs> you know, I mean, and, and this was on Coinbase uh, because of all of the different things that you had to do and all the explanations and all this stuff. It's, it's still very, very difficult to just buy cryptocurrency. And uh, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make it even simpler to actually mine it, uh, which is interesting to me. Um, you're solving a problem that, that hardly anyone that I've talked to uh, has has even bothered to look at is, you know, can we make this easier for the masses to do? And so I'm really interested in that. Uh, you know, tell me more, either either one of you, tell me more about some of the experiences that you've run into over the past six months to a year uh, in, in getting miners online uh, that, that led to the development of the software. Well, the fundamental experience was that uh, the whole thing is just unbelievably repetitive, right? Um, when we're starting out, uh, we were basically uh, mostly relying on GPU mining rigs. So uh, to get a machine like this running, you have you no know, six to eight to twelve GPUs, right? We have to uh, flash every single GPU individually. You have to pull all of it, pull, uh, pull all of this together, uh, just rinse and repeat for another machine. We actually have a, a guy working for us for a, I think a period of two or three months. This was all he was doing. He was just basically putting mining machines together, uh, and that was a full-time job for him. So one of the things that we uh, that we basically uh, eventually. Uh, decided was that, you know, if this can be simplified, if this can be streamlined, then we should do it. Um, a lot of things um, have to be done at a very, very low level. Um, most mining software right now is still command line uh, operated. So even the simplest jobs, you either have to write your own script or you have to understand what every single parameter that you're sending to the program does and basically do it over and over again every single time you want to switch pools every time you want to switch currencies uh every time you want to restart the system you're basically dealing with uh you know command line interface kind of like back in the 1990s right uh, this is not something that's gonna fly with a mass market audience if you're gonna try and reach a uh, mass market for this kind of application people are used to uh to graphical interfaces people are used to something uh simple streamlined easy convenient and friendly right um so one of the reasons i think personally uh why the issue of making mining easier uh, has actually rarely come up was that People were looking at it and just thinking, oh, this is way too complicated. I'm, I don't even want to touch it, like with a 10-foot stick, right? So the idea of, of making it easier uh, doesn't even come into the picture because, uh, you know, for the average person who may be, you know, somewhat interested in cryptocurrencies um, but still new to the subject, um, this is something that doesn't even parse as, you know, how can we make it easier? Like, what is this in the first place? Like, how do I make sense of this? And it feels like, you know, you need to you need to have some kind of an advanced degree in IT before you can even understand what's what, uh, let alone, you know, trying to make it easier and, and more convenient. And uh, Shemislav, how, how long has this project been in development? About <sighs> a year? Well, yes, 10 months, about a year, something like this. Mm -hmm. um, well, like Lucas said, uh, you know, we're starting out from a sort of an in-house solution. Uh, in the very beginning, this wasn't actually meant to be a commercial project. So it's kind of hard to put a finger on a very specific uh, start date. 
um, you know, it, it's it's easier to actually decide when we decided to take this uh, into sort of a you know commercial product realm when we started our ICO. Uh, when we went into beta, so these are conc- concrete dates. Um, but so, so let's go into there. When when did you enter beta, and when do you, when do you expect to have a, a fully functioning commercial product? Yeah, the beta uh, was open to the public. I think two weeks ago, about two weeks ago, and uh, as uh, we see the progress uh, right now, I would say that for sure we will do this faster that, that we expected and the, uh, the production version will be available for sure before uh, summer. Okay, excellent. And uh, is is this geared towards uh, the average consumer, like the person I described where, you know, I know something about computers but uh, not a lot, or is it more geared towards the hardcore miner? Who, who would you think is your ideal audience for this? No, uh, we created our software in the way that it's uh, good uh, for both guys. <laughs> for that one who uh, is just uh, a very new one and he just wants to have a one or two machines uh, in his garage. And this is w- what, what he has. But uh, it's also very good for the guys who operate quite big mining farms, 100, 500, 1000 machines. And uh, that maybe it sounds a little strange, but uh, we give we are giving to uh, both of them different kind of things. For for the guy who is a new one, we uh, give him all these automations that he doesn't have to know uh, what the mining program is in truth. He doesn't have to know the command line things. It's something like switching from. Uh, maybe if you remember from the DO, uh, from DOS operating system, DOS, to the Windows, yeah, to the graphical uh, user interface. You, you don't have to know all these command line things. And for the guys who operate a quite big mining farms, we uh, offer a very uh, easy management system that he knows everything immediately from one point, from one dashboard. He knows all his machines, which are working, where where the problems are, or which are not working. And he can switch, for example, 100 computers from mining Ethereum to Zcash or something other just by one click. And this is really uh, very important for, for operating a huge farm. And in a way, we actually found out that uh, you know both uh, both customer groups uh, really want the same thing, right? They want they want stability, they want peace of mind, and they want ease of use. Um, but they may define it in different ways, right? So uh, ease of use and stability for somebody who has uh, two mining machines, like Lucas said, somewhere you know squirreled away in his garage, uh, that's something very different than somebody who has you know 400 mining machines uh, most of which are being operated for somebody else right he actually has his own customers that he's responsible to and uh, for him you know that's a it's a different order of magnitude right so uh, we're basically trying to to perform this balancing act well our system is at the same time easy enough and friendly enough to use for somebody who doesn't know the first thing about mining but at the same time provides enough power and versatility uh, for someone who is uh, an advanced user with a huge uh, hardware base and has very specific requirements for how this hardware should operate and why. 
So let me ask you this, uh, Lucas, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, what do you see as the as the future of cryptocurrency mining? Um, obviously, you're moving into the graphical interface, which is a big leap forward. But let's let's move forward another year, another five years. Where do you see mining at that time? Well, five years is a huge. <laughs> well, let's, but, you know, let's uh, keep it simple. Let's let's say in in the next year, what what new developments and innovations do you see? Uh, mostly, I think that the, this is also what I will be talking on about on the conference. But I, I see the mining uh, to be more popular in uh, two areas. One that there will be some uh, mining farms which will be. Uh, collecting a uh, huge number of computers, but also the mining will be popular uh, in individual persons, that they can have one, two, three, maybe even five machines located somewhere in house. Uh, and uh, I believe that the people will uh, know more about crypto in one year. So it will be more popular. Uh, the mining will be more popular too. And also, uh, I believe that uh, systems like ours, like EasyMine, uh, will help to spread the word about uh, uh, mining, that the people will know about mining because we change a face from, you know, this, this uh, not understandable, crazy uh, things which you have to type in on, on command line machine to the graphical interface, user interface. And it makes more friendly and people will feel better. So I hope that the, the number of people involved in the crypto will be much higher. This is mostly what I see in next year, maybe even into the, the really some kind of revolution which is coming with the blockchain. It's not the this year or not, not next year. It will be further. But right now we are talking about uh, knowledge, about uh how many people will understand what cryptocurrency, what uh, mining is. This is the next two years thing. Very good. And Shemislav, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm I'm hopeful, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, slightly skeptical. I'm maybe a little less enthusiastic about things, um, but, um, you know, the kind of landscape of cryptocurrency awareness right now is is Bitcoin. Like that's what it is, right? Uh, you cannot escape Bitcoin. You have Bitcoin on Criminal Minds. You have Bitcoin on Opera. You have Bitcoin on Saturday Night Live. Uh, when people think cryptocurrency right now in sort of the popular imagination, cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. Uh, so I think the next step, uh, and this is, uh, I think, where my thinking and Lucas's thinking intersect, the next step is uh, education, right? Is spreading knowledge, uh, is getting people to understand that there's more than Bitcoin to the cryptocurrency uh, ecosystem and that they can actually participate in the whole thing on a level more um, advanced than just, um, you know, buying and, and, and selling cryptocurrency on an exchange, right? That there is something to be taken from actual deeper involvement in the process of, of being a miner, of being somebody who helps uh, the entire system run. So I think what we were what we're looking at in the next couple of years is this shift of perspective 
onto cryptocurrency as you know shift from uh, from something that kind of exists on your periphery, something that exists uh, as this kind of uh, you know interesting but not really relevant to your daily lived experience uh, kind of thing to something that you may actually be actively involved in on a daily basis uh, that you may actually uh, participate in and, and and benefit from. Excellent. You know, two two differing perspectives, and uh, you, <laughs> you know who who knows who's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when it all comes down to it, you know, is as far as you know, what's the future of cryptocurrency? Nobody really knows. You know, p- take your pick on who you want to listen to. Um, you have a fifty percent chance of being right anyway. Well, you know, with the pace of change uh, in this particular industry, the far far future is like next week, right? <laughs> indeed that's, it is that's the level of prediction we're capable of right now <laughs> okay easymind.io uh, tell us quickly uh, if uh, if our audience is interested in learning more is is this something that they can access uh, now is it an open beta uh, or do we need to wait for the the full product to be launched Oh, it's an open beta. Uh, if you're adven- <laughs> if you're adventurous enough you can access it right now Um well, we're still, uh, like, like Lucas said, we're still, uh, we're still in the fairly, uh, early stage. We launched just a little bit over two weeks ago. So, uh, it's, um, first thing. Yeah. It, it's more mind than easy. <laughs> okay. It does, it does mind, but it, it does require a, a certain level of, uh, you know, attention. Yes. <laughs> for, for now, it's, for now, it's mine. Later, it'll be easy mine. Yes, <laughs> but even now, I would say it's much easier oh, yeah. to uh, to start mining uh, than it was before. Uh, easy mine was uh, started. So really, if if you've got some uh, rig and you want to start my mining process, then easy mine is a really even now a good solution. Mm-hmm. And this is what we hear from our users because the demand for our system is really huge. And we wanted to open a beta in February, but because people were so uh, maybe not aggressive, but <laughs> they insistent, really, yeah, they really forced us to make it faster. Uh, they they really uh, wanted to start use uh, our system even on the very early beta stage, and they agree for all these uh, bad things and maybe not polished uh, user interface or something like this, but they want it uh, right now. And uh, we see this, that the people are really involved. They are really helping us uh, to find all the problems, all the errors, and uh, they are very active. Okay, very good. Lukas Zelagowski and Shemislav Budyshevsky from Poland, easymine.io. Thanks very much for joining us, gentlemen. We recommend everyone to check out the the beta of easymine.io, and you can also uh, come and visit them at the Bitcoin Super Conference coming up in Dallas. That's uh, That'll do it for this uh, episode. We'll see you next time on the Future Tech Podcast. The Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference is coming to Dallas, Texas, February 16, 17, and 18 in 2018. If you know of a better way to get the latest insider knowledge about crypto, to hear directly from the top minds in this field, to interact personally with 800 fellow crypto lovers, hodlers, investors, miners, traders, developers, and founders, then I'd like to hear about it. If you don't, then you don't want to miss out. Register today 
for the Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Blockchain Super Conference. Go to BitcoinSuperConference.com and register today as a super early bird to get the lowest rates on tickets and hotel rooms. That's BitcoinSuperConference.com. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.